Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. I am super excited about today's guest. I am very honored that she is here. And before I bring her on, I am going to just do a quick intro and give you a little information about her. And it's for the greatest, greatest ever Bridget Brady. And she is an enlightened entrepreneur, speaker, social media authority, and number one international bestselling author. Bridget is passionate about helping entrepreneurs and business owners get the tools they need to catapult their business success. We're going to go into her background here in a little bit and just wanted to also mention that Bridget has had the opportunity to speak internationally for audiences large and small. Bridget brings her online marketing expertise to you one-on-one and via live and virtual events. She also facilitates private corporate trainings for sales teams and high-level executives. Bridget is passionate about helping business owners grow their brands, their businesses, and their bottom lines. The Amp Up My Business mission is simple. Help you grow your business while creating more freedom and joy for you and your team. Welcome, Bridget Brady. Heather, I'm so excited to be here. This is awesome. I'm so honored that you're here. I adore you. I love you. I'm so glad that we're friends and we get to share all of your secrets, not all of them, but some to the world. <laughs> all. This is going to be a 10 hour podcast That's and right. all of the secrets are coming. So buckle up. Oh <laughs> yes. And I will just say for my listeners, and this is more of on the, the business productivity side of things and running things. I learned from the best, which is Bridget Brady. So I have the specialist right here that I learn all of my tricks from. So first of all, I'm going to do an icebreaker question. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. I'm scared and excited. Yes. Don't be scared. It's okay. So my question to you is what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Oh gosh. Um, okay. So I'm going to go with favorite cookie memory. Okay. So they don't have them anymore, but my sister and I, when my, so I'm very, very close with my family and my brother and my sister are two of my very best friends on the planet, the BB three. Uh, Bridget Brady, Blaze Brady, Brooke Brady. And, Ooh, that's uh, a lot of bees. <laughs> and when my sister, I know a lot of bees. Uh, my my parents loved alliteration. And when my sister used to live in California, we had season passes to Disneyland because we are fans of the Disneyland. Ooh. And they used to have this cookie there. So I'm also a really big fan of dark chocolate. And they used to have this cookie. And I know this is a podcast, so you cannot see my hands. But it was like, this, <laughs> like the size of your face. The size of my face and it was um, this chocolate chip cookie and it was like some award-winning cookie that they had at Disneyland Um, but it was really more chocolate than cookie like it was just these huge chunks of like dark chocolate and all different kinds of chocolate and we were addicted to those cookies so we would go to Disneyland and we'd do our thing and we would eat one there or two there and bring like four home oh wow 
we loved. And they were like, you know, $10 cookies. I mean, you know, it was Disneyland, <laughs> right? So <laughs> we would spend like $50 on cookies at Disneyland every time we went. That's my favorite cookie story. I love that story. They don't have them anymore? No, I don't know what happened. They... They were like, they weren't even in the Disneyland Main Street Bakery. They were like in these, on these cookie carts. And they, I don't know what happened. I think they probably lost their contract with that vendor. And they, <gasps> those cookies are gone. Oh, well, what a bummer. I know. Sad. And they were shaped like Mickey or no? They were just. No, they were just like big. Big old round cookies. Big round, <laughs> thick cookies. They were, un- I know. Again, welcome, welcome to the podcast where you can't see what my hands are doing, but I'll do a lot of gestures for you. (laughs) I love that. See, not such a scary, such a scary question. No, I, yeah, not scary at all. I love it. So we are going to be talking about the four primary elements on social media marketing and how they, you know, come into play building your business. But before we dive in that, let's talk a little bit more about you and your background and just all things Bridget Brady. Yeah, I would love to. So I came from a really strong corporate America background. I was an IT software developer. I was an IT uh, software manager and uh, working primarily in the financial district. I spent seven years working in New York City on Wall Street, and I spent in total 15 years in corporate. So fast forward to 2008, 2009, 2010, and uh, come 2010, I was working again in finances. I was working for a large like mortgage broker who got overtaken by another big bank. And I was, I was a really high level consultant. I was like running their IT department at the time. And one fateful day in 2010, I came in to an email that essentially said, Dear Ms. Brady, thank you so much for your eight years of excellent service. Today is your last day. No, now I know. Oh, Oh. no, I was, and I was a consultant. So no notice, no severance, no warning, no, just like, thanks so much. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. So I used to call this my year of financial ruin. Mm. I now call this my year of the Phoenix because Mm. apparently I had to burn my life to the ground to rebuild it. So in a five month period, and if if any of of you have been through this, um, you know how incredibly not fun this is if, if you've been there. So in a five month period, I lost my super high paying consulting job. I lost my place to live because I couldn't afford it anymore. One block from the ocean in Los Angeles. Mm. So I was like essentially like nearly homeless. And uh, my boyfriend left me. Like it all happened. And um, I I hate to say this, but like I, he just had to have been in it for the money. Oh, money. I was amazing. And then when I was broke, he's like, I'm out of here. Dang. So, trifecta. Gosh. I know. <laughs> the trifecta. It's of the trifecta. Oh. Yes. So I lost everything. <laughs> I moved to a place I did not want to move like a, you know, super craptastic, tiny, tiny, tiny apartment 
uh, in like the Inland Empire. And there's some really nice places in the Inland Empire in California, but this was not one of those nice places. Like really bad, like really bad, I'm really bad. So um, I spent a couple months lying on my floor, feeling really sorry for myself. And I say lying on my floor because quick tangent, when my boyfriend left, he took most everything we owned with him. Furniture, pots, pans, silverware. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so when I, say I, when I say I burnt my life to the ground, like I'm not messing around. Like I had nothing. I was broke, I was broken and lying on my floor, feeling really sorry for myself. And a, at the time, such a small voice, I can hardly believe I could hear it. A tiny little voice inside me somewhere was like, you know, you've talked about being an entrepreneur, you've dreamt about being an entrepreneur, you know, you've, you've wanted to start your own business for a really, really long time. Like, this is the time, like, this is it, this is the time. And uh, <laughs> that was my computer ding, like affirming that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I shut all my computer things down. Um, so, so that was it. So that was the, the, the beginning was sort of me just saying, you know, I've always wanted to do this. And um, next long story short, I started several different small businesses, trying this, trying that. Um, I call it failing forward. It was mostly failing for like that first year. Mm. And um, then another voice, (laughs) slightly, slightly louder at that point, said, you know, Bridget, remember that I had taken this really incredible social media marketing class before I lost my job. It was very expensive. It was very high end. It was very amazing. And I never really got to use it because I had a job and I just never really used it. I was like, I wonder, I wonder if this social media stuff works. Like maybe I should try social. Um, spoiler alert, social media totally works. <laughs> In case you didn't know. So I pulled out my binder because this is 2010. Everything was still in a binder. I pulled out my binder from that class and I started going through page by page, lesson by lesson, applying social media and online marketing strategies to my then, you know, kind of failing businesses. And I, it was, it was kind of, it was ridiculous. It was magical. Like the clouds parted, the angels sang, like I went from being broke, like on my floor in the Inland Empire to doubling and more than doubling my revenue year over year over year, you know, moving to Calabasas, like really reclaiming my life. And then uh, became so passionate about social media and about online marketing and putting that together with my passion for helping people. Heather, you know me, like I just, I love seeing people win. Like there's there's nothing better than seeing people win and seeing people live a life they love. So I coupled social media marketing with helping people and thus, you know, my current company Amp Up My Biz was born and I never looked back. And now I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs create millions of dollars of revenue. And uh, it's amazing. And here, and here I am. So thank goodness I lost my job 11 years ago. <laughs> and that I, boyfriend. <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole other, like, really, thank goodness. It's another episode. <laughs> that was not, that's a whole other episode. That was not a good fit. Not a good fit. No, I'd say not, so, but that's great. Around. Yeah, no, I mean, you always have to kind of hit rock bottom sometimes to hear and 
you know? And I, and that, right. That's, that's another episode too, but isn't that interesting and true? And like for your listeners who we've all hit our own bottoms, that sounded weird. We've all hit our own <laughs> rock bottom. Um, it is interesting. Like why I don't like why sometimes we have to hit rock bottom before we make changes. It's like a human. I don't know why we do that. Cause we're so just, we're just hard headed and we just like, can't get out of our own way sometimes. Yes. So, I mean, really? Yes. Yeah. Cause that's what, it. that's really what it took for me. I was never, uh, I was never going to leave that paycheck. Like I, like I said, I had talked about, I'm like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur someday. And then that paycheck would come every two weeks. And I'm like, you know, next year, another, yeah. t- I'll start my own business next year in six months in another year. Right. So it's, so, so it's like a crutch, you know, it was a crutch because it was holding you back because it of the was. security. It was, it was. So but look at you now. Look at you now. <laughs> With my, with my cookies that you can't, my, that you can't see, that you can't see because you're listening to a podcast. Were you on the floor with those cookies? No, at least? I wish I couldn't afford those cookies. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Girl, I was, I was, uh, my, my entire, what during those, during that year, my entire grocery budget for the week, because I like, I found a way to like somehow like stay alive that year, uh, was $7 a week. Is oh, because your overhead income. was probably high from where you were. And so you were trying to. So, yeah. So I, you know, so mm-hmm. when I like downsized the apartment, I figured out, I'm like, okay, if I can eat on $7 a week, I can make ramen. It. Was it ramen? It a was. Dollar, a it dollar was, a... it was, uh, I'll yeah. tell you what I ate out and then we'll get onto social media. But um, yeah. yes, people are like, you can't eat on $7 a week. I'm going to tell you what, um, I, you, uh, ramen noodles. I would buy them in bulk, like a huge box of ramen noodles. So it was like 10 cents a package, right. um, a big bag of frozen vegetables. So I could have ramen with frozen vegetables, uh, you know, the cheapest, like non-organic white eggs. So like eggs for breakfast, a loaf of bread, almond butter and jelly or peanut butter and jelly. So it was like eggs in the morning, peanut butter and jelly for lunch, ramen noodles with frozen vegetables for dinner every single day, $7 a week. Dang. Got all your fingers in though. I tried. (laughs) I mean, Hey, I mean, that's creative. That's wow. I mean, impressive. Did my best. And I mean, well, that would be a great thing to be posting on social media is like how to live on $7 a week for groceries. (laughs) But what I would so much prefer to teach people how to do is use social media to make a whole bunch of money so that they never have to eat on $7 a week. That's That's exactly right. And that is what you do. I mean, I have um, used you guys before and you and your brilliance. um, Amp Up My Biz is just fantastic. Slight plug for you, of course, because I love you. you. And I think, so- I'm now, you know, my productivity side of things and social media and trying to like work smarter, not harder. Right. And so social media, there's a reason why you exist and your business exists and why like I help people and like trying to figure it out because it, it, it's just daunting. It's daunting for most, but for some it's very fun. So we just have to be wired that way. And so what would you say were like the four primary elements of social media marketing? that can kind of come together because I think from coming from where we were last year, that was like the must and people just dove in and didn't really Mm -hmm. understand it. Now it's always changing. 
Um, so I'll be always, we just talked about this yesterday when we're talking, it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. So the four, the four big pieces of the puzzle that really, if you want to have true success on social media in your business, you really have to look at and master all four of these pieces. So number one is your organic social media production. That's your day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out content strategy, which, you know, again, this, we could have a whole episode on each one of these elements, but um, the reason I say strategy is it's not just randomly posting stuff every day. It's really like sitting down, creating a marketing calendar, creating a content calendar, having a specific strategy that leads your ideal client down a path to have the knowledge of whether or not you're the right person for them to work with, right? Like giving them the the right content at the right time, along with offers, along with ethical bribes, lead generation, like all those pieces of the puzzle, uh, you know, really strategically crafted so that your ideal client avatar, your ICA can recognize you, will be attracted to you in, and build the relationship with you. So that's number one is organic social media production. Okay. Number two is getting more eyeballs on your awesome. And that is through followers. It has to happen. So <laughs> none, of, none of these things live in a vacuum. All of these pieces of the puzzle work together to bring you more business. So number two is whether it's paid follower campaigns, whether it's giveaways, whether it's through your organic content production, but you, you have to be consistently attracting new followers so that you have more eyeballs on your awesome. That's what I say. I love it. I, I love it too. Number three is engagement. So it is about creating those relationships and actually having a back and forth conversation. And that's one of the beautiful pieces of the social media puzzle. If you do a television ad or a radio ad, it's all, it's just one direction, right? Like here's my stuff. Are you interested? Like who knows? There's no conversation there, but on social media, there's an opportunity to say, here's my content you know, here's my stuff. Here's what I'm thinking. And people get to say, well, here's what I think about that. Or like, tell me more about this. So you get to actually have true engagement and, and build, you know, not relationships, like you're going to pick up the phone and talk to all your followers, but really build relationships with your followers and build your KLT, your no love trust factor. And social media is great at that. And then number four, is it doesn't have to happen all the time, but if you really want to pour some gasoline on the social media fire, then sometimes you got to put some money in the Zuckerberg fund. Mm. Sometimes <laughs> you just have to do it. You have to do some paid social media advertising, some paid boosting. Uh, there is no faster way that I know of to, you know, gain brand aware, gain brand awareness and or fill events and or create engagement and or get new followers. And most of the social media platforms have paid advertising opportunities and 
when done right, when done right, when done expertly, it's the best way I know to, to get fast results on social media. Absolutely. Cause I always tell clients, uh, social media is the long game. Like it's a long game. It's not one of those things that you're just going to post a couple of times. No one's following me. I am not selling anything. Well, how long have you posted? About a week. Well, (laughs) oh my gosh, it is, it is the biggest, um, it it's in full transparency. It's one of the most frustrating parts of my business is that people want social media to be a magic bullet. Mm. And believe me, I wish it were too. Like, I wish that social media was like the the only answer and it worked super fast and it was guaranteed. I mean, that would be great for everyone. But just like you said, Heather, like it's the long game. Social media is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And it is the number one one, one of the number one, it's one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make on social media is they give up very quickly. They think that three months is a long time. Mm-hmm. To, they're like, I've been doing this for three months. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so talk to me in three years. And, and, and then we'll, and then we'll see, not that it has to I don't want to, I also don't want to mislead people. Not that success, ha- you have to wait three years for success, right. It comes gradually, but it's, it's just not, it's not what everyone wishes. It's not jump on social, make an offer. And a month later, like millions of dollars rain down upon you. Like, it's just not how it works. So you have to also build your credibility. You have to, I I tell, I tell, I was talking about this earlier today too, with someone else that it's not our platform. We don't own the rights to these. So we don't get to control, like we can put our content out there, but we don't get to control who sees it. We don't get to control how far it goes. Like it could be hidden. We could have made a mistake and it gets blocked. Some like we have no control once we push that button. Right. Right. Once you push post, you're like, who, who, who knows what will happen? Yeah. Which Which is why it's so it's, it is important to, under, to have some understanding of the social media algorithms. So you can like get some of that social media algorithm love, have some understanding of how each platform works, follow the rules and the best practices, which are always changing, which is why it's so great to have people in, in this space, like Heather, like me, who are <laughs> like, we're in there. Like I am the nerdy <laughs> nerd. Like I am always like, I am constantly reading articles and watching videos and seeing what's new. And Heather knows this. We can't even keep a hundred percent up to date on everything. It is changing minute by minute by minute. And when you follow people like Heather and get, and get, and get, you get the scoop, you get the scoop on like, what the heck is going on on social so that you can be part of these, this ever changing landscape. Right. And it's, it takes the time to figure it out. I, I mean, I've done, I did that real thing for you that has come so far, even from the time that you and I met up with it, I think I was yeah. like in January and we're in June now. But I will do these Instagram boot camps and I do them all live and I share my screen and I will have to, uh, I just did one this week. 
I literally did not have a function on there that morning. And I'm on giving a live presentation like, well, not sure what that does yet because that's brand spanking new. And then you've got people on there that are like, I don't see that. It's not on my screen. I'm like, well, might not have it because I call Instagram like almost like the mean girl of social. It picks and chooses who gets what when yep. they want. It'll give yep. it to you. Or maybe they'll take it back. Maybe you did something unpopular and you can't like, hang out anymore. And then they'll bring it back. Like they pick and choose. I, you know, I have uh, analytics now on both, but I still don't have remix on both. So it just don't, no rhyme or reason. Yeah. And so you yeah. just can't control it. So yeah. you need a website or you need an email list to at least control what's getting put out there. Right. Oh my gosh. A thousand percent. People ask me all the time. Well, can I use Facebook as my website? I'm like, no, no, you cannot use Facebook. Right. You don't own Facebook. You have no control over Facebook. They delete um, you in a second. Like you don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, that's the other piece of the puzzle, right? So a lot of what I do is, is of course, social media, but when you're building your business, you have to look at all the other pieces of the puzzle. You're, you have to have a fantastic website. You have to have fantastic landing pages. Um, you have to have fantastic funnels. You have to be building your email marketing list. Uh, one, of the, one of the first teachers that I studied with lo long, a long, long time ago used to say, you know, he or she with the largest list wins, mm. right? Because when you have five, 10, 20, a hundred, 200, some of my clients have 250,000, 300,000 people on their email list, like re real people that they've built up over, over, over the years. Wow. And when your list is, you know, even at 10, 20, 30,000, there is always someone on that list who's interested in what you're saying always. Like there's always someone on that list who is going to buy your new product or attend your new webinar. So you can be consistently obviously offering value, but you can be consistently, you know, culling that list and pulling from that list to help continue to not only serve more people, but grow your business. Right. Because you never know where they're in. You have to meet people where they're at because those people could be coming in new. Those people could have been on your list for years and they know exactly what, you know, they just want the newest, freshest thing. So you just never know what, when they're watching, what happens. I mean, so many things have come. I mean, it's very convoluted how you and I have met and the opportunities that have come from those. You just never know who you're going to meet or see. Yes. And it's it, social media is so powerful in that way though, because I started my business in the pan, like right at the beginning of pandemic, like, Hmm. Like I was like, why are people wearing masks on this plane right now? Oh, that was the last plane ride I was going to take for almost over a year. So mm -hmm. I started in pandemic. So social media was the go-to and we put so much into it because it couldn't go in person. Yeah. And you know, you were forced to meet people on zoom and look at how many people have started businesses in that time. And it's all virtual because of the power of connection and social. Absolutely. I always say that, you know, BC before COVID, that social media was a critical element of your marketing strategy. It is, you know, it is now become almost one of the only ways 
to market your business in this moment. And I think that so many people, like we've seen the the average hours people used to spend, um, you know, before COVID, like two hours a day on social, maybe three hours. We're now seeing statistics. People, the average user spends like four to five hours a day mm. on social media now. Like it is people are have really embraced it because it is it is the way that they can connect with other people. It is the way that they can connect with the world. And um, you said something that made me think of something earlier, which is social media is the best force multiplier I know of. And it's, oh yeah, this is what you were saying. Like, you just never know. You put out a post or you meet someone and then they, you know, share it or they refer you to someone else. And then you create another relationship and then something else might happen. And then someone else sees something. It's an amazing, it's a force multiplier. You have your one message and instead of, you know, like if you're in a physical networking event, you have the opportunity to share that message with, you know, 20 or 30 people, maybe a hundred people on social media. You have the opportunity to have that message heard by billions, literally billions of people. So it's just, you know, it's an, it's a, it's a megaphone for your message. And when it's used right, you know, only use your megaphone for good, (laughs) never evil. Right. (laughs) So, but when it's used right, it is a really powerful way to not only connect with more people, serve more people, but build your business. hundred percent. I think that social media is almost a necessary evil when it comes to looking at it as a, Oh, I have to go post instead of I get to go post or I get to share my message and trying to just change that mindset up a bit. Cause once it becomes fun for you, I had a client that hated social. She's just like, I just, it overwhelms me. She's killing it right now. Just showing up and doing stuff. Cause she's like, I actually think it's fun now because she found her groove. She found what she likes to do. And it's not like this daunting task for her now. Yeah. Right. So you have to find where you want to fit and your message, which is all about the niching down and making sure that you are like believing in what you're talking about, because also people could sniff that out a mile away. Like if you're being authentic or not, I yes. mean, yes, you know, but I love, I love what you said about finding you know, you're not going to love everything about social media. I don't love everything about social media. And it's what I, it's what I do for a living. Um, But it's finding the, finding the things that you do love about it and the things that are, you know, building your business and being of service to others. And then it does, it can become really, it can really become fun. And, you know, one of the things that I teach in all of my masterclasses and everything I do are like sort of time-saving hacks because Mm -hmm. as a busy business owner and working with busy business owners, it is is no joke. Like who has two hours a day to work on their social media? Not business owners. That's who doesn't. Like no, no freaking way. So, you know, it's one of the things that I am always looking at analyzing and teaching is like, how do you provide the same amount of value or even more value with less of your personal time? So 100% smarter, not harder. Let's save some time, people. Save some time, people, which is why like tracks alike, right? So I'm just like, 
it, it, cause that's the thing. It takes up too much time. Like who has the time, which is what attracted a lot of my clients to me. It's like, you just like post cause it's easy. I'm like, well, I spent lots of time researching quick ways to do it. So then you don't have to go and learn it the hard way. Right. Quick ways and tools and software and apps and, you know, si simple, simple things. Um, one of the things that I teach is batching content. It is one, it's so simple. It's, and it's so, it's one of those things that's so simple to do. And it's so simple not to do is, you know, I always teach my students batch everything. Do never make one meme ever. <laughs> like <No. laughs> 20 memes, never research one quote, research 20 quotes or 50 quotes. Don't shoot one video. Um, people think I'm so crazy. So I always say don't waste the pretty That's Right? because I do, I like to do hair and makeup for videos. Now I know not everyone does hair and makeup for videos, but I do. Um, so when I'm going to make my videos, I spend some time, like I really do like full makeup and I blow dry my hair and I curl my hair and I like, I really like do it when I'm going to do videos. So when I shoot videos, I will literally shoot at least 12 because if I'm going to put out like a video a week, I want three months of solid content ready to go. That's my minimum. The last time I batched videos um, and people have heard this story for a while now because I have not had to shoot videos for a while. <laughs> the last time I batched videos, I shot 30 videos. Oh my in gosh. One, in one day, like I got up early, I did my hair and makeup, you know, I did my, I did my thing. I got myself ready. I had a, you know, sort of a, sh a shot list of like what I was going to shoot that day. I had my five different outfits ready to go. And I just knocked it out. And I was like, and now I have 30 videos done. So there I have go. to ask, were you doing this by yourself? You used it with your phone. Did you have I, someone so, help you? Yeah. I'm so lucky that my incredible, supportive, amazing boyfriend also works from home. He has, um, he works with us as our, the head of our web department and he has his own web and graphic design firm. Mm -hmm. So lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> videos. So one, 100% my iPhone. So I have a, you know, I have a nice new iPhone. It works fantastically well. So I have my iPhone, a tripod, my diva light. So I do have some other box lights, but I don't always use them. I just often use my ring light, um, a wireless mic that I clip ladies, the best place for that I've ever found is I put it right in the center of my bra. So that way it says not showing. I just like stick it on my, like right into my bra right, and right, it, wire, that wire thing. Right wire, yeah. And it picks up perfectly. So I have like my wireless mic and then my sweet, incredible boyfriend spends all day with me, like, you know, set, helping me set up the shots pushing record, pushing stop, giving me feedback, fixing my hair when it's like, he's like, babe, your hair. I'm like, what? My hair. <laughs> yeah. Fixing my hair. Oh yeah. That's my boyfriend. He's amazing. So I do, I do have help, but if you don't have a boyfriend who happens to work at home or a girlfriend <laughs> or whatever, um, you know, I, if, if you're going to shoot 30 videos in one day, I would recommend having an assistant come over and help you do it. Yeah. I don't know, Heather, you have to tell me. Oh, I, I mean, when I shoot my stuff, like I typically spoil, spoiler alert yes. after your happy hours, <laughs> which is once a month, Bridget Brady holds 
a happy hour the first Thursday of every month. I go like every, every month. Uh, I'm a regular, but yeah. we, you know, have a little glass of wine. The kids are in bed. So after I'll usually like hop on TikTok, I'll hop on reels and I'll just start scrolling. And I'm just like feeling a little loose. I got my dose of bridge. I'm ready to rock. And I'll throw out some like crazy reels. Maybe I'm dancing in my, like, I haven't put words to them, but the sounds are great and I'm in a good mood. So might as well shoot them. But, That's awesome. um, a Bluetooth clicker, they're like 10 bucks on Amazon. So, cause you have the timer right on your phone. You could push the timer and let it count down and then blah, blah, blah. Or you could just do the Bluetooth clicker. So you're not running and pacing around. So you don't look all frazzled before you're trying to get that shot. So mm-hmm. I thought that that Bluetooth clicker was genius, especially for selfies. You don't have to like try and push the button. You can just, you know, so I, and I have, and I have one and I have one, but I, um, like I said, my, my, my boyfriend's willing to do it. Oh, yeah. It, it's so helpful because it's also helpful, you know, to get the right angle and make sure like I'm in the frame the way I want to be in the frame. And so, but yeah, I have a Bluetooth clicker that I've never used, oh. <laughs> but I have one. I think I have several floating around. My son takes them and pretends they're clickers from Jurassic world when he's like training the Raptors. So that's <laughs> where my Bluetooth clickers go. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. They do. Yeah, they're so like, funny. it clicks the thing. I'm like, please just don't click it when it's attached to my phone. Cause God knows what's going to get snapped. <laughs> Right. Snapped and like posted. You're like, yeah, it's no. like, Oh, who took that photo? Oh, Oh, it was Raptor time. So <laughs> it's like, that's awesome. But, um, well, I, this has been amazing. I always love your knowledge and always love just the tidbits. Like I say, I try to learn from the best and you have a social media success Academy that is coming up that you, I mean, I sat through a masterclass, several of your masterclasses over the year that we've known each other and you just pour in so much. So can you tell the listeners a little bit more? And I can, I can. Um, so when you, when you hit, when you hear this fantastical podcast, um, it is the week that my masterclass is happening. So my masterclass is behind the scenes secrets to social media success. It is a five day free live masterclass with yours truly. And Heather is not messing around. I hold nothing back. Like I spill all my secrets. I tell you everything you need to know. And I give you like a path to follow. So it's not one of those masterclasses where you show up and like, I give you a bunch of information. You're like, what am I supposed to do with this? I give you a really specific path to follow. So to register for my masterclass, you just go to masterclass.ampupmybiz.com. Masterclass.ampupmybiz.com. And it's super easy, free to register. But like I said, the class is literally happening this week as you're, as you're yes, listening. So go to and jump podcast. in and play catch up on one day. You guys will yeah, miss you, one day. When you, you can totally, and you can, and you can easily, easily catch up. 
um, on day one, but jump in because I never know when, uh, as you might imagine, these masterclasses are quite intensive for me as well to be on camera teaching every single day. So I never quite know when I'm going to do it again. <laughs> so, yeah. if you, so if you want to learn social media, like run, don't walk masterclass.ampupmybiz.com and I will see you there. Yes. And I'll make sure the link is in the notes. So go like right now and go click on it and register. She makes it so easy. And I mean, no joke, Bridget doesn't know how to not answer questions either. So you bring your questions, like she will just tell you, like, you know, it's, it's amazing. And your happy hours are the same. And it's just, it's so much shorter um, too. you know, that hour flies so fast. So Bridget is amazing. And I highly, highly, highly recommend Amp Up My Biz and her services and the Social Media Success Academy. I'm very excited about it because I will be there just. Yeah. <laughs> so and I love it. With, yeah. yeah, coming out with me and Heather. Oh, for, yeah. You know, I mean, it'll be great. Plus, you know, uh, social media is always changing. So whether you've, you know, taken a social media class before from someone or whatever, most likely, definitely things have changed and Absolutely. you want to keep up with the times and the new ninja secrets. Cause she's got some ninja secrets, people like, like really, really great ones. And just, you know, the rules are always changing. So you want to be able to keep up and not lose traction. Cause the worst thing is it's like, when did that happen? Uh, that was a while ago. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, no. absolutely. So thank th thank you and um yeah, hopefully we will we'll, we will see you there and then you will learn all of my ninja secrets. They're absolutely. really good. I love it. I'm, I'm I cannot wait. Um well, cuz we're we're this is being recorded a couple of days prior when you listen to this like it'll be ongoing, but I'm just saying I'm very excited. <laughs> so I, I'm excited too. I'm like, I'm all giddy for, I'm all giddy for next week's class or when, you know, again, when you listen, when you hear it this week's class. Yeah. I'm super excited. So thank you. You're so welcome. And, uh, thank you so much, Bridget, for being here. I can't thank you enough. I mean, I love you and adore you as a friend. And, uh, if you ever need more of social media and just some help, like Bridget is just go check her out. And I appreciate everything that I learned from you too, because you're my social media mentor. Awesome. Thank and you. I, think... I feel, I feel honored. And um, thank you so much for having me. I'm just, I, it was lovely to be here. You know, I love and adore you as a, as a friend and a colleague. So thank you. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. Oh, you're so welcome. And everyone go check out the social media success Academy, go check out amp up my biz and we will uh, hopefully have Bridget on again, talking about more social media stuff some other time. And uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. Thank you, Bridget. And You're uh, welcome. You know, talk to you guys soon. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.